0: Shalom aleichem, dear friends. Good Arab Shabbos. We have in this week's parsha the unbelievable descriptions of Moshe Rabbeinu as being someone that Kaddish Boruch spoke ponem al ponem pe al pe, and we will try to understand a little bit. What is this? What is this Madrega? What, what are these Bechinus? What is the difference between Ponim Al-Ponim and Peel Um What does it tell us about Moshe Rabbeinu? So, the Sifri, in the very end of parshas Zezosa in the very end of the Hamesh HaChum Torah, one of the f- last few Psukim says, V'lo kam novi Biusral Kemosha Vulokam Novi ode, I believe Biasrael Kemosha. So the Midrish is Medaic, that Biasro Lokam, but amongst the Goyim there was, and that's Bilam. Bilam Harosha. The midrash goes on to say that although they both reached a certain pinnacle of nevuah, but there was a hefresh name, There was a, there was a differences between them, and it lists at least the Gears of the sifri as brought in the tiferes yisrael per Chafaloth, In by the say for the maral, um, it lists three. Miles, three things that Moshe Rabbeinu had that Bilam didn't have, and three things that Bilam had that Moshe didn't have. And before we get into that, the, the whole the whole Midrash is a How can anyone open their mouth and say that Moshe Rabbeinu, the ultimate prophet, the one who delivered this, Torah's Emes, the the true the true Torah, the absolute eternal Torah, to be compared with Bilam Marosha. How do we understand such a thing? So, Maral brings a midrash. Vikarab. Midrash says, "Ma bein lenevi umos What's the difference between Jewish prophets and, and the prophets of the Goyim? Nevi ena lehem. Hashem only is revealed to them. He speaks to them in half sentences, in not full. Sentences full expressions, like the positive as Vayikar, Elukim, El Bilim, Hashem, Yikar. Yikar is a language of to appear, to happen to um Enloshan Vayikar, Eloshan Tuma, it's a language of spiritual contamination. Like the pasuk says, "Ki ebecha ish Lo when you have a man who is not pure, mikralila, who is a, who had a night seminal emission. That's a language of yikar. The yikar is the language of carry. It's a language of, keri, a language of, of impurity. Aval beusro Boloshan tahara. It's a language of purity. Boloshan kedusha with a language of sanctity. Belosh Bar, and in a clear language. Like, the Apostolic says, Vayikra El Moshe. The Hashem called out to Moshe. So, first of all, it's a fuller word. Yikar is missing the of That's the Chetzidib word. Meaning, when Hashem speaks to Bilaam, it's referred to as Vayikar. Called out to him as a partial communication. The Yikra is a full communication. That's... Number two is... Va'yikra al Moshe says the midrash is a language that the angels refer to one another, like we say V'karaz El Zeva Amar they call out to one another, meaning they summon one another, and then they say. So that's a that's a language of kedusha, tahara. So 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 the 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 dover is. That there's a fundamental divide between the nevuah of nevi umus haolam and nevi yisrael. There's a fundamental difference, like this midrash is telling us over here. And of course, when we're saying that Moshe Rabbeinu and Bilaam were kind of of the same statue, we don't mean chas v'shalom that. They were equals. It means they stood at the top of two mountains. M- two mountains that are... Ze l'umas ze l'ukim. Hashem created... There's two pathways. There's two, there's two general um, ways. Of, and, and whatever you have on the one side, you have on the other side as well. And Bilam was the pin- just like Moshe Rabbeinu was the pinnacle... Of the of the neviim of Israel, Bilam was the pinnacle of the neviim of the all But not to equate the two of them. There's hefrish by There's a difference between them, and the differences are three. There are three differences between them. Um, that's what the sifri over here in, in in the end of his also says. There's three differences. And uh, over here, this midrash in Vayikarabah also lists three differences. So the, in the midrash, it says that to Nevi Umus A'olam is Bechetzit Zibur, it's a partial communication, it's not a full communication. It's lacking like Kedusha and it's Betuma. To V Yisrael, it's a full Dibur, it's, it's borur. it's a Dibur Borer. Losh and Bar, a clear language, it's Bikidusha and Zbitahara. So, let's try to understand this. The the Sifri, the Sifri that we've mentioned says, by Moshe Rabbeinu, there three unique features of his nevuah that Bilam didn't have. One was Pe'al Pe', one is Ponam Al Ponam, and one is the Moshe Rabbeinu could have nevuah. He had his nevuah when he was standing, whereas Bilam would follow, would be fallen over. The three that Bilam had, the Moshe didn't have, is that Bilam knew what Hashem was going to say, even before Hashem said it. We see that. Uh, in his one of the, in his last prophecy, uh, he 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 understood that Hashem is going to want to bless the Jewish people again to the point that he tried to evade and not have the nevuah. I mean, he knew he, he knew what Hashem was going to say before Hashem even said it. He he could understand it. Number two, Bilaam knew who he's speaking with at the time that he's speaking. Um, like the pasuk says, a The truth is that the Goun's the Sifri has a different pasuk to support it. But the point is, Bilam was aware, so to speak, of the great of of which of the greatness of Hashem, or he, he could see, so to speak, he could look at Hashem at the time that he's being spoken to. Whereas Moshe Rabbeinu, like it says in this week's parsha, uh, it says Moshe Rabbeinu was. Um, Utmunas Hashem yabit, and the image, the appearance of Hashem Moshe Rabbeinu would look at. And Rashi over here brings that this is that this means This is the vision from the back, like the pasuk says, That Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, "You'll see my back, but to see Hashem's face, Moshe Rabbeinu could not do." And then, finally, is that Bilam could get Navua whenever he wanted to, whereas Moshe Rabbeinu had to ask for it and wait until, until he would receive it. Meaning, although the Rashi in this week's Parsha says, like uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu says, Stan, stand here and I will get you an answer, so Rashi brings a Sifri on the spot that says, Asher Yaludisha, happy is such a man that he's like a Talmud, that he can go ask his Rebbe a question, and he's certain that his Rebbe is going to give him an answer. But nonetheless, it means you go, you're asking, but you can't, you have to wait until the Rebbe gives you an answer, whereas Bilam could just go and and get an answer whenever he wanted to. So the question is, what are these distinctions? How do we understand it all? Uh, I believe the mafteach, the key to the understanding of this whole sugi, this whole discussion, really lies in in understanding this Midrash in in, uh, Vaikra, Vaikra Rabba, which the truth is, once we understand the words of Aristotle, we'll understand this Midrash much better. Aristotle, as explained um, by the the Kuzari, speaks it out, the Rambam, in the beginning uh, about verse, 20 prokim or so of more Nebuchim speaks it out extensively Maral um, in the second Hagdama uh, to Gvur Hashem deals with this as well, those are some Maramokomos for one who is interested in understanding the Mahalach the path of Aristotle but the general understanding that Aristotle has of Navua, of prophecy is that The existence of Hashem is so perfect and so wonderful that to display any interest in man would be below Him. And therefore, there is no what we would call direct nevuah, where Hashem is speaking directly to man. Where Shem is, is interested in, in expressing his ruts onto man. What you do have is that every existence radiates certain um, secondary expressions of its own fundamental existence. Meaning, uh, just like if I have um, a, a radioactive element or the radioactive rock so there's the rock, and then every once in a while, some of its electrons fly off, or some of its some of its protons bounce off or it, it decays it, it there's certain things that are radiating emanating from it. If I have a rod if i have a something's on fire, so there's the fire, and then there's the heat that emanates from it, or the light that emanates from it means the the, the existence of, of of something gives off some sort of Waves, whether it be radio waves, or heat waves, or, or uh, particles, right? So, so that's in the physical sense. So in the spiritual sense, so to speak, the, the existence of Hashem um, sends off radio waves, it sends off waves um, expressing that perfection, expressing that which are, which are a certain manifestation, an expression, a secondary nature of that perfection, and that, by the way, he understands to be the source of all existence, the source of, of all other existence, meaning the this is why there is an existence of a world, this is, why, this is what makes everything exist, because, again, God, in, in their understanding, in their incorrect understanding, is so perfect that he himself is certainly not interested in anything else, and therefore uh, never created anything in, intend, uh, with, with intent, purposefully, rather, it's just a byproduct of his own existence. It is the perfect existence of 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 Hashem, of God, and then uh, and then all other existence is a secondary manifestation of that primary existence. So then, what's nevuah? Nevuah is to use your brain, use your head as a little miniature. Radio antenna to try to pick up on some of those signals that are constantly in the air. There's there's always signals flying through the air because there is just the 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 uh, the, the big uh, antenna station over there is constantly radiating them. It's always sending them, and then if you can tune in, if you can manage to tune into it, maybe it's a proper you know, depending on how you do it, where, how, when. But you, whatever extent you can tune in, you can, you can catch some of the communication that's being, that's being sent, some of, the, some of the information that's being sent out over there. That's, that's a Goish understanding of Nevoah. That's how Aristotle understands Nevoah. So it means that there is no relationship, there is no um, commu- direct communication between the Bore and Odom there's Adam overhearing God speaking. Meaning, God is not speaking to man, God is speaking, and man overhears it. Now, God is speaking to himself, meaning it's is the it's a... Uh, God's existence is being manifest, it's being radiator we feel the ripple effect of it, and that's Navu, That's what Navu and Navi taps into. That. So then, there is no Hasmana. There is no communication of saying uh, like Vayikra El Moshe, where God calls out to Moshe as Moshe, prepare yourself, get ready. I'm about to speak with you. I'm, I'm about to give you a word. There's no such thing, because it, the, the God is disinterested, and rather all there is is vayikar El, El That that God happened upon Bill, Meaning Bilaam caught the channel. He he tapped into that channel. So there is no kedusha. Kedusha, like we know, Gemara in Kedushan, Tosfos, in the beginning of Mitzvahs Kedushan, speaks out that. When a person says, to a woman, what you're saying is, Haret me at me yuchedasli. you are prepared for me, you are uh, unique for me, you're set to the side for me, you're mine and no one else, meaning to say, there's there's a hazmanah, there's a preparation, there's a saying of, that this is, that I am to you, and you are to me. That's what Kidusha is, so that's what it lacks in Kidusha, which means, like Aristotle said, the person has to be Kaddish to, to have Navo. It's not, it's not dependent on that. Okay. What, now, the also says there's, a, there, there's, there's the tuma. It's a language of carry, of spilling of seed, as opposed to a Tahara. What's the difference between and Tahara? So, the, if we just listen to the words themselves, when something is Tamei, Tuma comes from a language of Atum, closed up or covered over, Disconne- and, and therefore it's disconnected. As opposed to Tahor, you can talk about um, zah- zahav tahor, pure. It means there's nothing there's no admixture. It's just it's just that thing pure in itself, it's clear what it is. It's, it's not a tumultuous mixture of everything that you can't figure out what's going on over here. Tah- tahor Zah it, it's something that that it speaks of letting through and being connected and and, and being translucent, transparent, whatever you want to say, that's tahara. Meaning so Tahara is where the where the thing is connected to its original source, where the place where the light ends up is doesn't disconnected from its source. Whereas tuma is it's atum, it's 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 opaque, it's Covered over, it's blocked off. So it means if something is beloshim carry. If you think about it, what does it mean? Carry is a, a language of spilling seed, like we said. Uh, um, if there's a uh, he had a carry of light, spilling spilling of seed at night. It means there's a spilling of seed, but there's no macabellus. There's no there's no recipient to it. There's no there's no one. Uh, t- there's nowhere for it to go. That's that's the language of Tommy. Tommy is where there's a, where it's not going to go. It's not going to express itself. It's, it's going to get blocked off, which means a th- th- those those are the, those are the three. So we, again, we have three differences between the nevuah of the Umas haolam and the nevuah of Ne One is. Whether it's Bikidusha or not, number two is whether it's bar or not, whether it's clear or whether it's Zibu or half a speech, and number three is whether it's whether it's betahar or betum. So we can summarize it all with, with with the with the distinction, the differences that we have between how we understand and how Aristotle understands it. They understand it that there is no communication from Hashem to us. There is. There's A Navi is basically listening in, oh, he goes up to a high spiritual level where he can listen, where he can overhear the word of God. With us, we're understanding that there's a ponum al ponum, there's face to face, pe al mouth to mouth, com- direct communication. So then the differences are going to be of course obvious. If, if, if I'm speaking directly to you, it means I'm expressing to you my Watson. I'm expressing to you what I want. I'm asking you to do something. So, of course, if I, as long as I'm not a bad communicator, you'll understand exactly what I mean because I'm speaking to you. I'm telling you what you need to know in order that you should understand it correctly. Whereas if you overhear me speaking to myself, perhaps, or to someone else, so you, you only understand part of the idea. You don't necessarily understand the context. You don't necessarily understand the full depth of what I'm saying because it's not meant for you. You're overhearing the conversation. That's number one. So, if with Klausel, with Moshe Rabbeinu, the, the Navu was beverer with, with a clarity, with an absolute clarity, even with the other with Moshe Rabbeinu, where you see I was in the extreme version that that's called pel pel, literally mouth-to-mouth where where it's I'm speaking directly to you, I'm putting my words into, into your mouth, There's, nothing could be clearer than that. But with all Nevi Yisrael, it was, it was beverer, it was, it was Lush Bar, with a, a clarity of language. Whereas with the Nevi Yomusa Olam, it was bechetzi zibor, it was an overheard conversation, and so too even with Bilaam. Um... There's certainly no kedusha because there's no there's no hazmana. Kedusha has to do with hazmana. it means I say to you, prepare yourself, get ready because I'm going to be speaking with you. And then when when there is a proper recipient, then the kehivur is betahara. To, to be a recipient, you have to have a you have to be a pure vessel. So it means. Uh, Tahara is, is the vessel pure, is the vessel clean, is, the, is, is it capable of receiving what I'm going to give to it and keeping it in a, in, in a proper state. We have here the basic setup of three, three is any relationship is built on three, we've said this before, a relationship is built on three because there's, there's me, there's you, and there's what we share together, what we're talking about. What, 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 there's my communication of my Rotson to you. Right? So here we're talking about, there's Hashem, there's the Navi, and there's the Nevuah. That's, that's the relationship, that's the three. So when it's a relationship, so the number one, Mitzad Hashem, there is a, there, there is a, Va Vayikra el Moshe, Hashem calls out to Moshe, he says, I am interested in communicating with you. That's number one. Number two, on the other side, Moshe now has to be with Tahara, like we learned in this week's Parsha. So Moshe had to separate himself from Tzipora because he had to be with Tahara himself, he had to be in a state of Tahara, that's Mitzad the Makabal. And finally, there is the communication between the two of them. And once we've established that, the, that it's Bikedusha and Betahara, there is a mashpiya that's Hashem, and there's the makabel that's Moshe, that's the Navi, and Hashem is communicating directly to the Navi, so then it's Beveru, it's, it's with absolute clarity, because Hashem is conveying His Rotson to Moshe. The, the, and that's represented by, like we said, the Kiddushah is panam al-panam. says, I'm going to make for you an audience. Come meet me face-to-face. I'll see you. I th- come, I'm going to open up for you the door. You're going to come in. We're going to have a, a face-to-face audience. That's, that's the Kiddushah. Pelpe. Pel, I'm going to speak directly to you. That's beverur. And finally, Moshe Rabbeinu is... Uh, his navu was ba'amida. He was standing. It means Moshe is capable of he's someone that has to be capable of standing there and being in the presence of Hashem. It means that it's him that's there. there there's also Makabal that's here. There's also uh, uh, an, another party. that So it has to be Batar, of course. That's that's the three. On the, on the other side of it is, you know, the Nebuah, uh, Nebuah of the Ummah Sa'olam. three things that he had that Moshe didn't have was number one is... He knew what Hashem was going to say. And the Chazal give us a, give us an analogy. It's like a butcher. That he knows ahead of time what the king is going to be serving at his dinner. Meaning the guest that's summoned to the dinner doesn't know what's going to be served. Because the king doesn't want to know until it's brought out nice and cooked and hot and beautiful. But the butcher, he knows. Why? Because it's not intended for him. The butcher knows because he, he saw which cut of meat was being brought into the palace. So he... He he's aware of it because Dafka because it's not intended for him. So to Bilam knows what Hashem is going to say more or less because again he's overhearing. He's he's sticking his head in there, but but, but there's, no, there's no there's no communication to him, so he can so he can overhear. But with Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem wants to say it to Moshe. He wants to communicate it to him directly. So there, that's why there's not going uh, Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to have foreknowledge of what Hashem is going to say. Uh, But Bilam does. Exactly because it's not for him. Because not Pelpeh. Number two, Bilaam could see who he's speaking with. And this is exactly because he's not standing. When you stand in the presence of Hashem, you're overwhelmed by it, you're overcome by it. Meaning, to be a a proper vessel for receiving from Hashem, that, that's, that's overpowering. So when Moshe Rabbeinu would stand there, in the presence of Hashem, he would be almost blinded. Bilaam was in a state of being fallen over. He wasn't there with Hashem. He wasn't in the room with the king. He's overhearing. He's peeking through the peephole. So if you're peeking through the peephole, you can see the king's, the king's face also. Kivayachol. That's number two. And number three, Balaam could have his nebul whenever he wanted to. He, he didn't have to come and knock on the door and wait outside, like Moshe. Bill could just waltz in and, and, and listen in. And that and that's because, again, because there is no Kedusha. There is no waiting to be admitted in. When do you have to wait to be admitted in? When when the Rebbe or the king wants to... Is expecting you. He says, "Wait, no, I'm not ready yet. Give, give me a minute. I'm going to welcome you in properly. We're going to be ponim upon We're going to be face to face. But if you're anyway crawling in through the gutter and you're just listening in, so there is no waiting to be to be welcomed in. You come, out, you crawl through the gutter whenever you want. Those that that's that's the fundamental difference between between nevuas bilam and nevuas Moshe." is is it something that is an expression of a relationship or is it something where you're overhearing you're peeking in you're, you're climbing in from the back meaning to say the, the Hazal give the analogy one if Moshe Rabbeinu is ponem al ponem face to face Bulaim is uh, Bukhin of It's it's from the back it's like a like a person who takes a golden coin, throws it over his back, and says, "I don't care who who catches this; it's, it's irrelevant to me." That's that's what Aristotle is saying. Hashem is throwing these golden words, and it's just it's just falling back there, and whoever manages to catch one, go ahead and do it. It's, it's, that's called, that, and that's and that's betuma. That's 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 a carry. That's where the, there is no recipient. There's no intended recipient, and there's no fit recipient, and makes no difference. The question is. The famous question that's asked in the beginning of Parshas Bolog Rashi brings why is it that the Umus uh, Olam had a novi like Billum? because otherwise they would say it's not fair the Klausel had a novi like Moshe Rabbeinu. if we would have had a novi like that we would have ourselves also been uh, uh, big sadikim like Klausel, but, but we didn't so that's why so Hashem gave him the, the novi of Bilum. And then obviously you look at him and he's a mashchis, he's a he's a he's a no Amirushu, there's no Halikanolama. So how is that fair? The answer is a goof. What we're saying is depends what you want. Is the time of the uh, of the nations that we wanted to have a relationship with you Hashem and we didn't manage to? No, that's not the time. If you want to have a relationship with Hashem, you know what you do. You go and you ask Klaus, what should we be doing? That's what you do. You you become Hesidu Mosolim, you, and, you, and you go, uh, and you follow the seven verses of noh, and you follow the ways of, of the Torah. What they're saying is, we want to try, If we, we could have made it successful through our way, our way of, we want we want to live our life, we want to do our thing, but we want to have the foresight, we want to have the knowledge, we want to have the access, to divine knowledge, the way that the classical had. And like we said, so the answer to that is, Hashem says, everything Hashem made, Hashem made fair. Every, the same power that's accessible to the side of good, is the same power that's accessible to the side of evil, or to the side of Tuma. Is, you want to you do that? No problem. You're going to have the same exact power. You're going to have the, exact, the same exact prophetic ability. But it's going to be through the achoraim It's going to be through the non-relationship with Hashem is going to be through the claiming that Hashem is disinterested, like Aristotle said. Okay, so that's how you feel. Then you're right. Then then that is indeed your relation. I mean, Aristotle was right. Lishitoso. According to the way that they relate to 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 Hashem, so indeed he is disinterested. And indeed, the Nevu that they have is a Bechina of overhearing, of sneaking in through the back, of coming in. Whereas with us, Asher Yolub Happy is the one who is born from a woman, That we're physical beings and yet we're like a Talmud, like a student that's guaranteed of going into his Rebbe and coming out with an answer. But you can't come in whenever, you can't waltz in, what you can do is you can, walk, you can go to rabbi Rebbe and you can knock on his door and you say I have a question. And you stand outside the door, you're waiting until the Rebbe is ready to receive you because it's Bikidusha, he's going to be receiving you upon him, upon him. And because it's betaharas, you have to be standing and, and you have to be tall and you have to be ready, you have to have immersed in the mikvah. Or, like in Moshe Rabbeinu's case, to be, to be poorish from Sipora. And then when you come in, it's going to be a relationship of pe'l pe'. The, the Ramchal and Der Hashem brings that the primary aspect of the nevuah is not the knowledge that the, the, the Navi gains. That may or may not even happen. The primary aspect of Navua is the experience of the dvekus, is the unbelievable closeness, is the hasaga of the rotsan aborei, and uh, that's that's what nevuah is. And then what comes with it often is a dibur, a, a, an insight, a, a communication. Where in fact we have some of the explain that that's what it means. In the beginning of Parshas Vayera, it says Vayera, love Hashem Be'el ne mamrei." Talking about Hashem appearing to Avram Avinu. Some of the say, "What's so unique about this?" Because the, the um, Rashi brings that this happened Be'el ne mamrei. This was a big s'chus for Mamre that it happened in his in his uh, in his territory. So what, Hashem has appeared to Avram many times before. So one of the answers is no. Other times Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu, that was to give a certain Nevuah, to say something. Here, it was an appearance for itself, meaning Hashem, it was just the Dveikus. Hashem appeared to him, and said nothing. Meaning there was a Nevuah, Avram Avinu here had a Nevuah, which said nothing. Because the Nevuah is not about saying, it's not the point to say. It's the relationship. Now, a relationship, often comes with a communication, of my desire. Because that's part of the way that we build the relationship, but it's not the point of the nevuah is is to have that the, that that dibur. Is the dibur is an expression of the relationship. That's what Klausel had. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu had. Moshe Rabbeinu had pardon him, pardon him, he was in the presence of Hashem. It was palpeh. It was a direct expression of Hashem's Rotson. It was Moshe Rabbeinu was meumad. Is he, he was there? He was present. He was Moshe with. Uh, communicating uh, back, uh, receiving communication from Hashem, and speaking with Hashem. that Hashem we should be working on, not being like the Umos Olam, striving for knowledge, power, greatness, but rather striving for a relationship with Hashem, uh, an audience with the Rebbe, where we can ask and wait to be answered. A good Shabbos.